Welcome to the Dietitian Connection podcast, a show about nutrition, dietitians, and their success stories. This podcast, hosted by Kate Agnew and Marie Ferguson, will empower you to realize your professional dreams by giving you access to our global community of dietitians. Through our conversations with nutrition leaders, we'll educate you, inspire you, and help you create more impact as a dietitian. Welcome to another bite-sized chats with dietitians uh, Jess Spenlove and Chloe McLeod from Health Performance Collective. It's such a pleasure to have both of you join us today. How are you both doing, ladies? Very well. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're, we're pretty good considering all the things. <laughs> yeah, so it's a couple of months in from going into lockdown with COVID-19. Um, but before we maybe get there, like, for those of you who don't know both of you, which I'm sure isn't many people, but can you tell us a little bit about Health Performance Collective perhaps? Sure. It's, uh, I'll, I'll jump in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Health and Performance Collective is just in my business. Um, it's a nutrition consultancy business and we work with people to help them, motivated people to help them live and perform at their best. And our main clients are sports teams, corporates, um, food brands and individuals. And do a bit of media work in there, just media. wrapping it all <laughs> together in a little nice little bow. Um, we've got a really nice team of dietitians um, and and others who we work with. Um, so yeah, we've um, got a nice little crew who su- um, support us, but also uh, um, doing a really great job of building their own careers um, through the H and P brand as well. So it's, yeah, it's lots of fun. So I know a fair proportion of your business is or was sports related. Um, So I imagine there's been a bit of a significant impact as a result of COVID-19. Can you talk us a little bit through those first couple of days and how you were feeling, what you were thinking and what impact it's had? Maybe start with Um, you, Jess. Yeah, sure. I mean, the yeah, it was not a very fun 48 hours. It was like once the first domino fell, which was the AFL, which, to be honest, when the announcements got made on the Sunday, I was like, well, this, like, it's not off-season. It's just break away from the club. Um, they will need nutrition because they're still needing to do X, Y, and Z. Like, I was not naive, but I was very like, okay, yeah, we still have a ability to have some role with the players. And then when the announcement on the Monday came out that, you know, staff were getting stood down as of Friday and it was very much like skeleton staff only, which was like, probably from a department of like 40 or 45, like six, Mm -hmm. then it was like, oh dear. And it was kind of like if the AFL are doing this, the writing was on the wall for the other teams. And then it was just a matter of time. So pretty much within like a 48 hour period, we were stood down from six teams. Um, The only one which wasn't was basketball, which the season had just finished. So yeah, the first few days was very, um, it was like a grieving, to be honest. Like it was shock and then it was grief. And then probably two or three days after that, like we're pretty pretty positive, pretty proactive people. So it was like, right, what have we got time for now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> but yeah, it was a few days. It wasn't much fun. Yeah. yeah. Was it just the sports teams or did you see an impact across other parts of your business? Yeah, so um, we we had a number of our corporate contracts um, were put on hold as well, just purely because of the position that those businesses were in um, with their own cash flow. So no longer um, at that point in time being able to invest in wellbeing programs. Um, 
individual consults for our team who are doing that, that also dropped off as well. I think particularly um, for, for the person who's doing in-person consults, mm-hmm. that dropped off. But um, we'll get to things picking up in a little bit. That's mm-hmm. probably seen the least impact of, across the board though. Um, it's been really interesting mm-hmm. that a lot of individuals have seemed to have used this time to prioritise their health. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to see. Um, and then food brands, again, um, depending on, on the brand, it was um, we've got this great idea and we're definitely doing this, but it's been put on ice till later on in the year. So, um, and all of it happened probably within this, all of those things um, happened probably in the space of about three weeks um, with it, where it was either being stood down or severely cut back um, with, wasn't all, but majority of um, our I guess if we call it regular income that we knew was coming in versus the, the ad hoc bits and pieces that come up. Yeah. So, yeah. So Jess, you talked about, you know, your proactive ladies and I imagine you went straight into action. So tell me about the next phase. Um, once we processed and I think planned also what we were going to do with our contractors. So we were kind of advised by our accountant to, like stand down all our contractors and and Chloe and I just sat there and like a bit of it was it didn't feel like the right thing to do but also we wanted to use the time as what I've been terming equity building or or just time to work on other projects which we never would have made time to work on. So um, we made a decision to continue to pay our staff at a reduced rate and it gave us a time to put some things which were meant to be later on in the year into action. So one of the things we did was we created an online course, our first one, so Nutrition for Triathletes, and then we planned out a whole bunch of um, content for our website, social media, LinkedIn, so we've been driving all of those things more and more consistently um, and more regularly. So it was kind of like content planning and doing time. (laughs) And I think on top of that as well, we, we don't have a, like a bricks and mortar office that Health Performance Collective works from. Um, it's, you know, we've got different locations that we work out of, um, but a lot of the time our team catch-ups would be all going out for lunch or going and doing some activity together. And that's obviously was suddenly off the board as well. So we started to do regular team meetings on Zoom as well because part of the reason that we wanted to keep the girls on was you know, that consistency and and having a sense of purpose when, you know, the whole world sort of seems like it's falling down around you. If you've got something that means that you have to get up in the morning and, Mm -hmm. um, and achieve, I think that helps from a sense of wellbeing, um, but not just for us, but, but for the people that we worked with as well. So, um, that was the other reason that we wanted to keep them on as well, just from, from that side of things. Yeah. And it was, it's been great. And their feedback has been just, They've been really appreciative, I think, particularly looking at the two-month period which came to an end and and they were very, like, grateful and just said it was good to get up and have structure and have purpose and, um, like, we value them so much. So it was kind of one of those things that was like, well, yes, while the the black and the white, you know, the numbers of the situation is what the accountant says, it's like, well, the grey is we value the girls, we want them in our team long-term, we feel like it's the right thing to do and also it's it's a time where we could all work together on some new exciting projects which we've not been able to do before. So, yeah, um, I'm glad we did that now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure they're very grateful if you're able to do it. I think it was definitely very positive to be able to keep staff working during this time. Yeah. 
So that's wonderful. Um, so how else did it change for you during that time, either personally or professionally? Well, I went from driving all over Sydney to being in my apartment and, <laughs> um, and just, uh, you know, I guess looking outside of that, all the things that we like to do, we normally like train and all the, you know, all the things that everybody else would have adjusted to. It was, it was from driving all over Sydney, training, doing all of that to then being at home and, and working and adjusting and talking to your friends and your family and moving your whole business kind of online in that capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. funny because I think my experience, if this had happened a year ago, would have been the same as, as for Jess. But um, given that um, my work recently, because of having a baby, has mm-hmm. been nearly 100% at home, mm-hmm. um, my actual, the way that my week looked didn't really change. Mm-hmm. It was just that um, what I was actually working on or um, what I was doing was maybe slightly different or I was, you know, having the ability to have the the things that I was working on suddenly happen a lot more quickly because there was suddenly all these people who had lots of time to be able to assist with it. So, and I've fallen in love with Asana and um, <laughs> put the whole theme on it and talk about it. I need a sponsorship or something legit. Um, <laughs> so we use Asana for Dietitians Unite. So yeah, totally relate. <laughs> I still remember it was like, so Jess, like we're using this board for this. And I was like, oh, okay. And then so it was like I had time to like, get across it. Yeah, like, more boards, Chloe, and <laughs> tagging everyone and colour tabs and due dates and priorities and stuff like that. All or yeah. nothing. I'm very, so, <laughs> so, Jess, how have you found working from home? Because I imagine um, you're more of a social. Yeah, to, to be honest, it's, like, of course, it's been up and down. Like, generally, though, across the board, I've, I've enjoyed it. Like, long term, for me, I definitely would like a, a split of contact and working at home but um I've been craving the one word which springs to mind for the last 6 12 18 months is flexibility and obviously like with all the teams and the structures and I'm here and I'm there and it's October and that's the time that I get off like the one thing that I have identified that I've been wanting more of like working on the business and having a more flexible schedule so I think I've actually enjoyed it a lot which I've been surprised like I'm going to sit here and Right. I think I've been like, yeah, this is what I've been wanting. So, yeah. So how do you see it working when it we come out the other side? Um, I think we have been hoping for a few different um, things with the teams for a while and I still very much want to stay involved with all of the teams that I've been working in, but I guess we've already started kind of moving towards having um, senior and junior kind of dietitians involved in you know, the more strategic um, programming and, and the stuff which comes with like seven, eight years experience in professional sport. And then there's a lot of tasks which mm-hmm. a junior dietitian can learn and mentor and do on the day-to-day. So mm-hmm. I think, um, look, sport's very different at the moment. Like a few of the teams are back, a few are on stand-down. Budgets are very, very different, like from servicing to staffing to what's provided. So I think it'll be looking at a way that, um, to use maybe senior junior dietitians to help the clubs get what they need based on where they're also at because it's um it's a very different yeah mm-hmm. landscape but I'll always do sport I can't imagine mm-hmm. not it just might be a little Look bit different contact mm. yeah 
Have there been other challenges that you've had to face during this time? Hey, Chloe? Um, well, I think the, I think uh, whilst I said that my week had, didn't really change, I think um, same deal then sort of to some degree being stuck in a house with a baby and, mm-hmm. and your fiancé is, um, is a challenge in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, it's, I guess it's just one of those things that you just have, like take a deep breath and adapt and, and you've got to try to take it in your stride. Um, my, none of my family are in Sydney, so um, not being able to go and visit them and not um, having like have them be able to come up and stay um, with us to, to see Lily or to, you know, to help take care of her or anything like that. <laughs> um, that's, that's certainly been a challenge that we weren't expecting to have. But at the same time, I think, you know, it's just teamwork with, um, with Nathan and I and, um, and Jess is an awesome support and an awesome business partner in that. It's like, you know, <laughs> just got to do what you got to do. And, um, yeah, it's, um, I think just, you know, there's a lot of people worse off than us where life is a little bit harder. So I think yeah. that's, I guess, the way that I try to view it. So Yeah, it's always good to remember that. Yeah. So you were kind of already set up with diversified income streams, but how important do you think that has been or will be for you in the future? Hugely important. Mm. And I think um, yeah. it's interesting because you, you go on Instagram and it's like you've got a niche down, you've got a niche down, you've got to like just do this one specific area in dietetics and, um, like, you know, that's really nice, but also like it's, I think it's okay to have interests and skills and strengths in a variety of areas, um, but also that then makes it easier to diversify your income stream. And I think because of that, that's allowed us to, I'm going to use the word, to pivot. Um, (laughs) To diversify um, probably more easily than um, without knowing anyone else's situation. Um, but I feel like it was relatively easy for us to go, okay, well, what can we do now where like everything's external? Um, what are the projects that we want to work and, on? And I think like one thing is we didn't want to come on here being like, oh, we lost all this work and it was just, oh, we pivoted and like, oh, everything's the same. Like we're still very much on the comeback and it's, you know, media versus what's actually going on. But I think yeah. internally having the ability to, not just go, okay, well, we only do sport. Okay, we need to now try and do something else. It was just like shifting the focus onto another area. Um, for us having a purpose, like I know if I was just doing sport and we haven't, hadn't come together and collaborated, well, I couldn't imagine what the last few months would have been, but because we already had those, and they're different areas, but for us we have the common theme of motivated people to live and perform their, live and perform at their best. So, yeah, it was easier to kind of shift in and we're very grateful, like very thankful that we've done that. And, um, yeah, certainly hasn't been easy, like the sacrifice over the last however many years to, to have those various areas happening, like, you know, the trade-off of that versus just having your one job and your one focus. But, yeah, right here, right now, very, um, very glad and we've probably gotten clearer on those areas and what we're going to do moving forward. Yeah. And I think as well, um, like, with everything that we have been working on over the last couple of months, it wasn't like this happened and we went, oh, now we're going to do this. Every single thing was something that was 
already in the pipeline was already on the cards. It just meant that it got a bit more attention and focus. So it happened a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like with the triathlon course, we, we kind of weren't really planning on having that launching until maybe like October. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I think it's just given us a bit of a gift of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, you know, again, don't get us wrong. We've certainly been um, reaching out to various people to look at different opportunities, which, might be around, um, you know, some of which will come off, some of which won't come off, and that's that's normal business anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, it's just we've had a little bit more time to be exploring some different areas for the business to grow into as well. We were the same. We had wanted to launch our YouTube channel and that was going to be much later in the year, but we, we yeah. brought that forward. So, yeah. yeah, great time to take to, you know, amplify those opportunities. Do you think you've learned anything about yourselves during this time, Jess? Yes, I've <laughs> learned a lot. Like for me, um, I guess on the sports front, like I was always going here, going there, flying, travelling and, and, you know, that lifestyle at some point needs to kind of maybe slow down a little bit. But I was probably also a little bit nervous about, oh, my goodness, like I live on my own. How am I going to go? Slowing down, this is what I do. What if, you know, and this forced me to be like, you're not doing any of it, you're at home. And I was actually at least equally as happy and there was no like, it, I just I just adapted. So it was, um, I learned that I, um, I guess I can adapt and um, whichever way it all ends up, it's, uh, it's, it's good. And I actually like watching TV, which is not something. <laughs> That's I am, true. What are you watching? At the moment I'm watching, I've like, you churn through the billions and Ozark and I've like got all the recos. I'm up to, um, it's a very girly show right now. Sweet Magnolias. It's just, just yeah. off. I've done the, like I've done I've, the bold type of, I've churned through it a fair bit. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. And I'm sure you won't mind me saying as well, like, um, a conversation that we had had pre COVID was a bit around the, like, you know, the traveling less and the doing the bit less and, and that sort of thing. And, yeah, I think probably a little bit of a blessing in that, um, you know, nothing like being thrown in the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Um, Needs to come to an end. We need to get, we need to get uh, <laughs> before <laughs> the business <laughs> collapses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've talked to a few other people and it's been a time like whether you've been nervous about making a change or um, had some assumptions about it or, but it's just forced all of us, I think, to, to yeah. do things that we might have wanted to have tried, but... Mm-hmm we're nervous about or whatever. So yeah, it's great that we've been able to been forced to do different things to try out different things. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe, have you learned anything about yourself? Yeah, I think, um, I think the embracing change and, and being adaptable, um, same sort of deal. So, um, I guess just being able to shift gears a little bit and be able to sort of step back and look at, big picture and, and think about what's important. And, you know, I think one of the things that I've really been enjoying is um, like my, my daily time with Lily at the moment is mm-hmm. morning sessions. So that's from whenever she wakes up, which is hopefully seven. Just not in the fours, Lil. Just not in the fours. Exactly. <laughs> Especially when it's winter and it's cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So from then until probably around sort of nine nine thirty, that's um, that's when I get to hang out with her. That 
gives um, gives my partner some time on his own and me some time with her. And, mm-hmm. you know, we go for a walk and we have a play and we have breakfast together. And, you know, I, I'm really enjoying starting the day that way. And um, for people who know me well knew that I was quite apprehensive about having a baby um, and the impact it was going to have on work. So... Um, that on its own sort of has forced me to sort of slow things down a little bit. And, um, and I, I think it's also helped me to be um, more efficient with my time because there's less time available to get the work done. So it's like, well, you've only got this amount of time. It's mm-hmm. done, not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> get it done. Very good motto. So yeah. you've again found that you've adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Um, but I think within the adjustment, like for the people listening, I think being kind to yourself in that, in that, you know, change is challenging and, mm-hmm. um, expecting, you know, it's very easy for us to sit here and be like, yep, we've adjusted, like, mm-hmm. don't get us wrong. It's, um, mm-hmm. well, it's not being smooth sailing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's been, there's been <laughs> tears both sides. Mm-hmm. There's been, yeah, that extra glass of wine. Yeah. You know, it's poor sleep. <laughs> waking up at 3am with all the thoughts or stressing like you know but then it's what can we do to manage that like we're very proactive at not just what how we're going to get through this but like the things that you need to do to manage your own mental health or your emotional health or whatever it is so yeah certainly not just being oh great this is fabulous and we're just Mm -hmm. adapting and cruising (laughs) like yeah but mm. i think being kind to yourself has been really important for all of us during this time so and I think you know a lot of dietitians are you know I type personalities and can be a bit perfectionistic and so I think you know it's a nice nice reminder for people to you know be kind what about your team how have you kept everyone sort of motivated and supported during this time so we've been having twice weekly meetings with some of the team and the ones who have been working on the projects for us and then the ones who haven't, it's just regular phone calls um, so that they still feel connected to us. So regular phone calls or, or catch-up walks once um, yeah. once that was allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's uh, the feedback that we've gotten from yeah. the girls has been really great that they've enjoyed having that consistent catch-up that, you know, that... Um, it's helped to, I guess, to build that team culture and helped all of us yeah. to get to know each other a little bit more. And mm. like, I know for me, I probably wouldn't usually, for example, see Katie all that much. Um, but because of this, I've like worked really closely with Katie on things and mm-hmm. I her really well and it's been really great. Mm. Yeah. And so can you see what the end is going to be like, or is it still a lot of unknown and uncertain in terms of timing and, what it's going to look like. I think um, well, one thing that popped up was like the first two months after those first few days was kind of like we knew what was gonna, it was going to be and now we've kind of moved into month three and things probably haven't changed as much as what we thought they would. So I think that's brought up a little bit of like, oh, okay, like we need to maybe reevaluate or plan ahead. So, yeah, we kind of don't know I think we still we've got our areas we're focusing on and our strategies and and the things that we're going to do but like it's a bit of a crystal ball at the moment Uh, yeah yes I wish we had the crystal ball (laughs) (laughs) so what about any silver linings that you have had during this time or I've been asking people what do you want to take away from this time and then continue to do 
post-COVID or anything? Hmm. I think the silver linings is being able to see that there's a different way of working. Um, so whether that's um, corporate seeing that, oh, it's possible to do um, do a seminar online or whether that's the sports team seeing that it's possible to do at least some of the work in an external type role. Um, but then also, you know, I think both of us being a bit kinder to ourselves, it's like, well, actually, you know what, um, I'm going to have that little sleep in or I'm going to, you know, shut everything off that little bit earlier in the day that I might have previously and um, just so that there is that little bit more space and um, ability for self-care and and I hope that that continues um, for us and and for our team in general. Like self-chess, anything? Um, I mean, I think for for me personally, like the silver linings were that uh, I'm probably more than just my job. Like just I feel like the, the connection was very much like I'm Jess and this is what I do, whereas now it's like, well, that's just my job. That's not who I am. Um, and being okay with whichever way that lands. And I think also knowing that despite everything and like all of the things nearly going on hold, like 80% of the business, like Chloe and I were still like working probably closer and stronger as a team and with our greater team and like opportunities have still popped up when nothing was happening. So it's like if we can find partnerships and strength now and like still we're seeking out opportunities that we're totally going to be fine and it doesn't have to be like this linear, it can be this ebb and flow, but overall. So I think just knowing within ourselves that the risks that we've taken to do this partnership, which isn't the norm, and that our greater vision is still something which has strength and merit and potentially more than ever, even if it's not always just smooth sailing. Mm. So, yeah. I, I say like really difficult times or choruses really bring people together. So I think you can really bond over difficult times like this, which it sounds like you have as a partnership and as a, as a wider team and within the community as well, I think. So I think we'll all come out hopefully a lot stronger um, I just hope, as we said, as you said, Chloe, that we um, remember some of the things that we really enjoyed about this time and things that we want to do differently, like being kind to ourselves and, as you said, shutting things down a little earlier. And mm. I think we felt the freedom to do that because everyone else was feeling the same way and the world was all in it together. But I wonder when we come out mm. the other side when it might just be you feeling that, well, you think it's just you feeling that way. And so then you don't do it because the, world, the rest of the world's still carrying on sort of thing. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see and I think a lot will how quickly we reintegrate back to that and then will we stop start, will we revert back? What yeah. yeah. But I think um everyone I've spoken to is saying the same thing. So even if it's that in your inner circle, that accountability and but the permission to yourself mm-hmm. to be kind of and the permission to like you know, it's not an expectation that who has to work the hardest or the longest. It's just, yeah. okay, breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's that busyness mantra has been around for a long time and we need to let that go. It's, 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 it's as you said, more about the quality of the work and not the quantity of the, the work. And you actually allow yourself more time to free up that creative space, I think. Yeah. So creative brain here. Yeah, well, there you go. In the realm of science, in the realm of science, <laughs> creative brain. But 
in the realm of creative. I don't know. But yeah, I've done I've been doing a lot of meditation, which is something I haven't done before, not as much of. And mm-hmm. for me that's been like something I've known and wanted to do for a while, but now I'm prioritizing it and yeah. So mm-hmm. creative maths brain. <laughs> well, I should have asked you, you're both big um I know you're both big exercise people, so how have you been going without gyms and Pilates studios and (laughs) I'm so excited to go back Um, (laughs) for me it's been lots of walking um with the pram which is Mm -hmm. great um and then you know the little at-home workouts as well so um with some of the the studios that we were frequenting or the people Mm -hmm. work out with previously they were doing online workouts or still are doing online workouts so we're doing them um yeah 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 some of the like the Pilates studio they moved online so I'd signed up to that so I'd do that at home and um yeah same I'd kind of walk every day whether it was for the exercise or for the time out um and then Pilates or a hit circuit or some weights I had a couple of weights at home but um probably one thing I want to sustain from this is the morning routine that I've created like I just feel like it just sets me up for such a good day, such a morning person. So I really want to protect protect that. It needs to nearly be a non-negotiable because I've not done it a few days and, oh, my goodness, it's a different. I'm a different human, so in a not a good way. <laughs> so what does your miracle morning look like? Uh, starts with some meditation mm-hmm. and then a little bit of mobility. So the reason I do the Pilates is I've got a bit of a dodgy back. Mm-hmm. So meditation, mobility, coffee with a little quick walk around the block, um, then I would do my workout, have my breakfast, journal. It's about a two-hour process. So I'm up pretty <laughs> early. So I'm normally getting started by 8, but um, 7.38. So that's the, the magical morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you've both got your magical mornings. They're just slightly different. <laughs> both involve a nice morning walk. Yeah. Yeah. With good coffee. Always. <laughs> I heard, um, I might have mentioned this on another Bite Size Chat, so I'm probably repeating myself, sorry to those people who have listened to multiple ones, but I heard Mark Burroughs speak recently about his warnings and he likes to start the day with a win so that the rest of these days are just wins after that. And his win, first win of the day is to have um, oats, honey and olive oil. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was an interesting right. combo, but he says if he has that, it's, he's had a win and then he has the wins through the rest of the day. So yeah, I like that. There you go. I do often say win the morning, win the day. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Right. yeah. I'm the same. If I, um, my mornings are my most productive time because I tend to be distracted by emails. So there's no emails usually coming in really early in the morning. So I can focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for your time. I really appreciate it. It's been lovely to chat with you and see how you've been managing over the last few months. And I know it hasn't all been smooth sailing, but I know that you have worked very hard behind the scenes um, to pivot in a couple of different ways or at least bring things forward earlier than what you had planned. And I think a lot of um, people and businesses are are doing okay because of all the hard work that you've done over the years. Um, And I think that just puts you in a really good foundation so you've definitely done that I'm sure so well done and look forward to hopefully seeing you in person maybe at the end of this year thanks ladies I appreciate it take care Bye. thanks for listening wherever in the world you're tuning in from 
If you did enjoy this podcast episode, we would really appreciate if you could leave a review for us. Leaving a review actually means the podcast gets to more dietitians and it can only elevate our profession if we work together. So please hit that review button. Tell us and other people what you thought about this episode. Another way to share your learnings from this episode and keep the conversation going is to take a screenshot of your phone screen, add your message and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Dietitian Connection so we can share it with our following of over 30,000. Tell us what you learned and what future topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to access the show notes, they are available at dietitianconnection.com forward slash podcasts. Dietitian Connection is a global community and we offer free professional development, job opportunities, resources and connections. We're committed to bringing dietitians together so we can create more impact and elevate our profession. And you can easily become a Dietitian Connection member for free by signing up at dietitianconnection.com.